It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Be making all that noise. Yeah, dang. How you doing? Pretty good. Yeah, dang. Turn my computer volume down. 
What's going cooking, on, man? Oh, just uh, midnight chores, a little this, a little that. Damn, I wish I could turn this whole thing off without muting everything. Oh, that's terrible when people can't be punctual. Get back to you in time. Oh, really? Yeah, when you try to schedule somebody on, you have all these ideas in mind, and they don't don't reply. What, Bill, Bill didn't, didn't show up? Well, he said he would be, after he got off work, he'd go eat some dinner. He said about 10 o'clock. And here it's past 10, so. Hmm. People got things to do, you know. Probably fell asleep. What's on your What's on your mind tonight? Uh, what is on my mind? Uh, I got one beer down, so things are looking good. Uh, as far as uh, anything else, oh yeah, I don't know. Actually, lots on my mind. Um, what is it? Well, I was thinking about some of the things Aaron was, you know, he's been telling me and some of the contrary, contrary to popular, well, semi-popular, um, you know, expression, expressing, uh, you know, different view, viewpoint, I guess. Keep talking. Well, okay, so... Public servants. Those are for the public, not for the private. Is that right? Hang on. That seems contrary to um, a lot of what you guys have been talking about. Hang on, man. Let me tap something in. All right. What's the question? Uh, well, the question, <clears throat> how would I phone that into question now? Let's see. Okay, so if these public servants are, aren't are here to protect the people from, say, pirates, like persons from, you know, who knows where, aliens to the land, uh, so then what, what are they supposed to be? Who are they supposed to be protecting? Government? Well, the public servants. Yes. Are they public Ow. servants first off? Are they not? Are they private servants? <clears throat> Donaldson had a call today and we were on there jibba jabbing. Donaldson, and, uh, your boy. Donaldson seems to think that uh, police are really the militia. And we got to telling him that, how about if it's just a militia for the corporations? Make sure all corporate entities are behaving. And it kind but of threw if they're, that, that sort of, that seems sort of like, um, like more, I guess a better way maybe to put that would be that they're against uh, the, you know, they're there to, to make sure that other public servants are behaving. Well, it seems to be a 
corporate nexus of some sort because uh, when you think of police, it, it, you can you can throw in the word policy. policy yeah, but that's just by name. There's no such thing as police in this country. I think that's a misnomer. Legislation says they're peace officers, which makes plenty more sense. They're civil officers. Okay, great. So they're there to to uh to I don't know, beat up on civilians, which I'm not one. Neither are you. We're the people, right? Well we're supposed to be, but it depends on what I didn't see you you provide and what the record the record. Says. Yeah, the record. A lot of times uh we've we've discussed that. The only record one presents is uh that little uh, legal entity uh, ID. So then, according to the record, if we're okay, so then according to the record, if we're people, we've claimed our peopledom, then that seems to me that uh, they're there for us. In, in, in a private capacity. But I guess they're there. They're there not to uh, not to cause any harm to us, or uh, really have anything to do with us in a lot of aspects. But if we want to participate in an activity, yeah, we're provided some kind of uh, protection, securities. Yeah. This still seems a little obscure to me, but I'm listening. Well, my co-partner just said he's. It's bedtime for him. Ah. But let me let me let me see if I can get that set. Oh, that is kind of late, huh? Sure, he's working. Hang on a minute. No, he's probably got to be up early. What are you doing? I heard a lot of banging and knocking back there. That's my pig. He's beating on the gate. Trying to get in the house. Wee. Yeah, we got a pet pig. He's a pot belly. Pigs are just not made to be pet. Oh, they are too. You don't well, they don't like humans for a good cause. But had we not had pigs, man would not be as prolific. So we have a symbiotic relationship. Well, had, not so much anymore. Well, you know, who doesn't want a Baconator? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a guy. I'm not a bacon guy. Me either. I, I, uh, I like turkey bacon, but uh, I don't eat pork anymore. I haven't for years. Since I had him, really. <clears throat> Pigs are... You know, they're intelligent and any sentient, you know, being, especially if they're, you know, of high intelligence, they suffer terribly, you know. They know when the butcher's in town. They know when it's their day ahead of time. And uh, I think it's really terrible. They only get to live 10% of their lifespan. 
you know, pigs, pork had a, uh, people would avoid them for long, so long, but to really get them going, they put propaganda into the movies to sell them, get people to eat their bacon. Well, anytime they're profitable. Anytime the big corporations want to see something, they'll first advertise in the, you know, movies, get some rock star to, you know, see them eating it or doing it on TV, so you'll. But, oh, I gotta have that too. Yeah. Like the Air, in my day it was the Air Jordans. You had to have the Air Jordans. And then the Reebok pumps. Oh, I still want. You know, I, like those. <laughs> I still want to go back and get some kangaroo shoes with a little zipper on the side. Yeah, everybody. I remember back in the day. Oh, I, I pumped my shoes. Uh, I, I, you know, a hundred pumps each, and it's like. Wow, that's pretty cool, man. Just tie your strings tighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, like was, it, it was, you know, it was total gimmick, but it was cool. Like you're going to transform. I got these shoes, and I need to pump them up a couple of times because I'm about to go into uh, super fast mode. Emergency yeah. might come up, so I got to pump them up. Yeah, you gotta you, know, you gotta put the rubber to the road, man. You gotta have some pumps in there. Well, it's of course it's not 2015 anymore, but we were supposed to have flying cars, but now. Well, yeah, amongst other things. But yeah, that's I didn't right. leave. It. We could we could have flying cars. We could be colonizing the you know planet next to us. Well, one planet anyway. Who knows? We could be there. You uh you look into uh you research UFO stuff with your you into that at all? Extraterrestrial? Uh no I'm more into uh Something created the uh, earth and it's mass deception by something here, not out there. Well, I don't, maybe it's, maybe it is, it's just a, you know, I mean, maybe it's a physical manifestation of, say, uh, religion, uh, mainly that of Allah and Christ and I don't know who knows but maybe it is something physical maybe it is uh, and that's what is thought you know the chariots of the gods uh, the, uh, the whirlwinds chariots of fire I mean it's it is a compelling story I mean if you look into it and you know you dig pretty pretty hard and I have for you know probably 30 years and it's uh, pretty amazing stuff, to say the least. And we were, I was just brought that up to talk about um, potential energy sources and, uh, you know, flying cars. Okay, great. Well, it is said, well, some of these top guys, Lockheed, Boeing, some of these dudes that were probably, you know, privately contracted into reverse engineering or yada, yada, um, 
say that you know what uh, Star Wars don't have shit on us and uh, <clears throat> and you look further and you find some of these scientists particularly I don't know if you know do you know Bob Lazar oh yeah you heard okay so you heard about Bob Lazar Bob, I, I love Bob Lazar's story what I really love about Bob Lazar's story is that he created well if he created it or not but he created basically a physics uh, you know, unknown to us. <clears throat> and, uh, I mean, it makes perfect sense. And uh, if these vehicles are to do what people have witnessed, you know, in mass, then they would need some sort of propulsion system and a propulsion system that's silent and a, a propulsion system which is unknown to us, meaning it breaks the laws of physics as we know physics. And uh, anyway, he talks about amplifying gravity. Well, if you can manipulate gravity, then you can manipulate uh, time, space, and light. You can bend light. And uh, so you, you, you change one, you can change the other two because they're interrelated. And so anyway, he's basically talking about, uh, you know, you're on this, you're on this ship possibly, and this ship is zigzagging through the sky, you know, maybe a thousand, maybe 10,000, maybe in excess of that, and then do a right-hand turn or a 180-degree turn. How is that possible? I mean, that would kill a flea, you know, aboard. It would just completely smash you into a puddle. And uh, the only way that's possible is if you're essentially um, not affected by the gravity and and the saucers as they've been seen fly erratically in uh you know in earth's atmosphere because earth has different densities of gravity and uh gravity you know the the density changes as you traverse over let's say even in the air and so the behavior is is basically right on I mean, it makes perfect sense. So all all this stuff is very intriguing to me, but I, I've always just, uh, you know, I've, I've just looked at it and I've studied it. And you have to, you know, obviously articulate, you know, the BS from the possible facts. And, and uh, anyway, it's a very compelling story. What if gravity doesn't, doesn't exist? Well, that's the thing. We don't know what gravity is. We don't know if it's a particle or if it's a wave. And actually, they don't know if anything really exists, if it's a particle or if it's a wave. That's including uh, any light or, um, uh, you know, photons, even electrons. They all behave so strangely that uh, that we don't understand. And to this day, the highest, you know, the highest level we're at is, com- is not near, it's not confusion anymore because they came up with string theory. However... It still does not explain stuff that they found, you know, in the early 1900s. You know, the double slit experiment where the photon, uh, you know, basically has this chaotic behavior where until you measure it, you can't, it doesn't exist. But once you start measuring something, it's just the fact that you put attention on something. So attention, just the consciousness is 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 hugely relevant in science now. 
because uh, you know of all these these factors and the, and the behavior of particles and the be and you know how these particles turn into waves of potential, meaning that you know uh, that you know a particle can be anywhere until you measure it, and as soon as you measure it, there it is, and that's where it lands. And so I just think that is fantastic because that just changes everything. I mean, if you talk about like quantum entanglement, you talk about all these things and, uh, and, and these things that are, you know, uh, that are just seriously, seriously bizarre. And quantum physics is sort of like this, uh, you know, it's sort of like a playground for the imagination. However, quantum physics has never been wrong in any of their experiments, not one. I'd like to see a UFO do these uh, do these things because imagine a right angle. If you're going at a right angle and if you think about it, you're still going straight, but the right angle goes another direction. So I'm thinking you can still be going straight, but you don't turn. The wall turns. What do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's somewhere in the realm of what I'm talking about. So basically, uh, Bob Lazar was saying there's a couple of configurations. There's two configurations that these these ships fly in. One configuration where it's fl- basically flying at low speed, essentially low speed, like say 10,000 miles an hour, and uh, or you know obviously lower. And and why are they silent? Yada yada, this and that. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, it talks about two configurations. One configuration would be basically, you know, uh, one third of its power or whatever. Instead of using three, uses one of these amplifiers. And then that's for, you know, a slow speed, like I said. And then there's the, the second configuration, and that's for interstellar travel. Basically, what you'd be doing is pulling yourself pulling yourself to that star or to that location by amplifying, you know, and, and uh, uh, basically near, uh, you know, zooming in or zoning in on, on whatever you're trying, wherever you're trying to get. And the thing is, if you can manipulate gravity, like I said, you can manipulate time and space, which makes you a time machine. And another factor is well what if you hit all these particles in the air well if you're able to create this basically this gravitational lens around you it's like your own force field so things would just you know bounce off or bounce around you and you uh, so anyway I just I'm still uh, well I was just thinking that maybe gravity is a is a concept that people use to explain why we can't do certain things, but what if gravity doesn't exist? Well, we know it exists. And the reason we know it exists is because it bends light. And the reason we know it bends light, and that was proven back in the day, uh, back in, I think it was the 40s, or, or not actually, it been a lot earlier than that, Einstein was still alive. And he predicted that we would see during a solar eclipse, we'd see stars around the sun, which were actually behind the sun. And that's called gravitational lensing. So it is a physical manifestation, and and there's the record. I think think gravity, gravity is the name 
given to explain stuff that they can't explain. That's just the way they try to explain it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's because they don't know if it's a particle or if it's a wave. But they do so know saying, that they can measure its effect. So I'm saying maybe so, it's a bend. Maybe it's something else that bends. Well, okay, so gravity is also seen in dark energy, uh, especially dark energy and dark matter. Well, it's dark matter, actually, that's uh, the big one, because you know how our galaxy spins as a big pinwheel, right? It's like a big pinwheel in the sky. We can see other galaxies spinning, and it takes... Allegedly, uh, allegedly, yeah. Well, okay, well, we've measured it, so, I mean, you got to, you don't have to, you know, give up a little faith here to say, hey, we can see this, we can we can predict what it's going to do, and sure enough, however, the predictions are off because there doesn't seem to be enough gravity to be holding this pinwheel not only together, but the outside is spinning as fast as the inside, which is contradictory. So basically the inside should be spinning faster than the outside. The outside should be much slower because it's further away from, you know, these supermassive black holes, which are found to be in the center. And they've measured those. They've seen it. They've seen stars doing millions of miles an hour around these supermassive black holes in each galaxy. And uh, anyway, so <clears throat> there is a physical manifestation. Whether you and I, you know, uh, believe that or whatever, I mean, maybe we have to see it with our own eyes. Uh, but uh, I don't think that's, you know, any sort of deception going on there. But um, anyway, so that dark energy, like you said, is another thing that we don't understand, like gravity. Gravity could be called dark energy or dark matter because we don't really understand what it is. But if you have a chance to get on chat grabber, I'm going to post something in there. And uh, you might like it. Now you're going to have to tell me because I'm not on I'm not on the computer. I'm just listening. I got my headphones in. I'm walking around trying to work a little bit. Well, uh, if you get on YouTube, it's called Quantum Levitation. Mm-hmm. Quantum Levitation by Boaz. What's that about? Well, you'll see how stuff just hovers around by the magnetic force. You know, maybe not. Maybe not the. Maybe not the. It's it's not the. It's thing called gravity, but it's actually the opposite. A repelling force. No, that's dark energy. But it's pretty neat. You'll see this uh, disc. They put like on. Some people believe that the Earth is actually. Surrounded by Antarctica, like a circle, like a circle of ice that holds the water in, and how the moon and the sun will rotate around that that uh, ring, and they demonstrate it basically on this uh, video. It's just more flat Earth stuff. Yeah, no, it's not really flat Earthish. They just show the levitation. They put this disc on a a ring track, and it just hovers there like a damn UFO and goes around the track. They even turn it upside down. And it doesn't, not that it just stays there. Like the moon, 
you know, why why don't we see the same side of the moon all the time and it just goes around in a circle? They do well, the moon doesn't spin. <coughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, phase one sent it to me. Quantum Levitation by Boaz. <laughs> Amog. You ever heard of quantum, uh, what is it, uh, let's say quantum entanglement? Uh, no, I'm not familiar with it. Oh, come on, and that stuff is, it's old now. It's, you know, they discovered this a long, long time, about 100 years ago. Well, not 100 years ago, about 75 years ago. Quantum entanglement. Oh, dude, it's, it's fantastic. Because it doesn't, it's, it just shows you how mysterious the universe truly is. And it's really sort of unexplainable at this point. Well, they're, they're doing their best to explain it by plugging in numbers and see if it works. That's, that's basically quantum physics. But, I mean, arbitrary, just, just to, you know, because it's just so bizarre. But quantum entanglement is, let's say, you've got two particles that are spinning and you entangle them and one has, they basically have reverse polarities, which makes sense. One spins one way and as soon as it stops and it spins the other way, the other one spins, you know, it, it, they both change direction at that exact same moment. And what's even more bizarre is you can take one of these particles that are, you know, they've been entangled I don't know exactly how they entangle them. I guess I need to look that up. But they entangle these particles. They spin one one way, and the other one spins the opposite. And then they switch at the same exact time. But the thing is, what's bizarre is information is thought to not be able to uh, exceed the speed of light. Uh, because the speed of light is the fastest thing you know that we know of. How about the speed of thought? Well, okay, so that's... Now, that's really cool stuff. I'm telling you. But, okay, quantum entanglement. So if you took one particle and, and you put it at my house and took the other particle and we put it at your house and you spun it like, you know, like the Wheel of Fortune one way and then mine would spin, you know, the opposite. And then if you reverse directions right at the same exact moment, faster than the speed of light, and it doesn't matter if this particle is on the moon, if it's on Mars, if it's across the universe, these particles are still entangled, which means I think it's a potential for communication, you know, beyond the speed of light. I mean, even if, even if it's just like Morse code. Oh, have you been watching the Big Bang Theory? Big Bang Theory. No, I, uh, that's a show, right? A TV <laughs> show. Yeah. No, I don't watch that. I'm not interested in that. What I'm interested in is, is in tangible things. You know, whatever. If it's not tangible exactly to me because I haven't put it in my hand. However, uh, you know. You, that's just discoveries that I like to see. I mean, I like to be on, like I said, you know, uh, back in back in the last couple of calls, I'm looking for, you know, the senior data, if, if at all possible. I want to find out what's most important. And that to me is just, maybe it's not super important now, but I believe that it's, it's 
a pathway or it's anyway, it's a, a kernel of truth. Like you, you know, you were talking about attention and, and thought. Well, thought transcends this universe. So that means uh, the implications of that are just, you know, off the charts. Thoughts, feelings, most powerful thing in the world. Ah, you're right. And you know, the thought, the primal thought, whatever that was, whatever gave spark to life, came, had to have come from possibly another universe, a parallel universe. Uh, I mean, that, we're talking about tangible manifestations of God. That's what I think. I think that at some point we might be able to read God's mind through a concerted effort of experimentation, postulation, and further experimentation. Well, hell, I think he told King David in the scriptures that King David was after his own heart. King David what? Yeah, I think that's what it says about King David. God said King David was after his own heart. His own heart. That's what God was saying about King David, yeah. He's a, he's, like a, he's a man after my own heart. Maybe they will resonate on the same frequency, you know. Well, the universe is uh, thought to be, is always thought to be stranger than we you know than we know, and we had to give up we had to give up logic and, and in a way because we couldn't understand you know how life could have come to into existence, how you and I could be sentient as we are, and uh, and how. Uh, you know, basically just the physical manifestations of, of what we've discovered through scientific ex- experiments, smashing particles together. I mean, forget the religious implications. Uh, it, that stuff is just, you know, it's, it boggles the mind because the more we know, the less we know. That's the implications. And so, and so we had to turn to faith. And faith was, uh, I, mean, I think faith is sort of a static you know, it's it's an unmoving because, you know, then you just, you know, you just believe and you don't have to search, which is oh, you know, this is re- really cool, but it really sort of leaves yourself vulnerable, doesn't it? I imagine a lot of stuff we see today was because people were sitting around playing around with these ideas and, but I don't think they got into really... You don't see any evidence of major explosions or dangers or anything being destroyed on a large scale. It's just a. But if we had any major technology, what would we do with it? How would you tell the how How would you tell the world? You know. You would. Uh, you would say, "Hey, look, we discovered something. Look, it's called a laser. <laughs> oh, look, we look, we discovered something. It's called an integrated circuit." I mean, I'm just saying that, you know, that's, that could be folklore, but uh, that stuff was supposed to have been alien technology at some point. Like, uh, you know, uh, night vision. Uh, that stuff all apparently came from some other place. I mean, integrated circuits. Look about how powerful computers... Can you tell me how your computer works? Do you think you could easily back-engineer your computer and build one yourself? 
No. Fuck no. Fuck no. That shit is, it's, I mean, it's amazing. I think it's none, no less than almost out of this world. Amazing. And they're coming up with quantum computers now. I mean, if we if we actually develop, and they are developing, and they're well along the way, quantum computing. That's 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 artificial intelligence. I mean, to to an nth degree. But for those who believe in other entities or whatever, some of this stuff could be inspired by. Uh, the demons of old or the, uh, the fallen angels that are trying to uh, interfere with man to, to to make us so technologically smart that we destroy ourselves. That could we don't be, depend could on, be. Depend, we don't could depend be. on one another, but we don't depend I, I on God say, anymore. I say, hold on a minute. I say, what about technology of the mind, of understanding? There is a technology. And if technology has, can free, let's say, the mind... If there is a technology, which I personally know that uh, there's been a technology in existence and is continually being perfected, uh, we're talking about man trying to understand the mind of God. And if man was created, this is just something I just came up with, if man was created in the image of God, let's say, then at some point, Man, if he's able to communicate with his fellow man, let's say get together on, I don't know, an internet basis and expand knowledge in an exponential, uh, I mean, sooner or later, man will understand the mind of his creator. Or it's so far away from it that uh, it's obliterated. Ooh, that could very well be, because the understanding, that understanding is power. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Um, what would, Let's say we were the first few people on this planet. What would prevent us from getting along with one another, plowing the field if need be, receiving manna or free food from God? Or, but right. then a, a new system is created called a corporate system, where we... Or this technology is actually used to manipulate people into working for things that they already own. I get it. I, I get it. I know. It, I, of course, I get that. To get you away uh, from your home, to get you away from your foundation. Well, what they're doing between you and I, I mean, in, in the world, is they're creating chaos. Chaos negates understanding. It undermines understanding. Because there is no there's no way to under, there's no way to comprehend there's no oh, way just, to, just like these companies that tell you there's a Zika virus going around but somehow they only have the uh, they already had the uh, vaccine and made for it just miraculously yeah. Rockefeller's got the patent on it in the forties I know about that and then they want to create another uh, GMO mosquito to combat the Zika virus really. It's fear. Okay, so people in power, like let's say they get to this static of power. There's there's resonance of life vibration. And that resonance of life vibration basically determines whether or not you're living, living well, living very well, or the other way. 
You're dying. You're dying terribly. You're so past dying that you don't even care. You're already dead. That's apathy. And then there's even ones lower than that. So there's people out there that are in this fear base. And that fear base is prevailing at a, a madding, you know, at a huge rate. Because, you know, people have, have gone out of communication with each other. They've gone out of communication with life. You know, they no, no longer like life. They want to die to, you know, just, we could say it's a cycle. And that's, you know, what's been taught, you know, through a lot of religions. And, and it seems to be very, very compelling. And the evidence is all very, very, very right. much you mean so they're compelling. But they're looking for more people to, to bring down to their level? They want to bring down those people so they can control them. So the, yeah, the best way to do that is introduce chaos. If they came right out and said, hey, we don't like you, they could easily be destroyed, you know expose themselves but if they just hide behind the scenes and try to you know make you as sick as they are right maintain their yeah so that resonance that particular resonance there it's been pinpointed and that pinpoint is fear fear like they say is the mind killer well the fear is killer of all life not to mention you i mean not to mention the person who's in fear. The man is in fear of his, you know, he's covert. And he, no, wait, do you think he'd come up out of covert into at least overt? Well, possibly. But he'd have to be feeling really good that day. Do you think he'd come out and say, oh, we don't like you, you know? No, he's in fear. He's got to hide. He's got to... He's got to wait until you turn around before he stabs you in the back with that knife. You know, he's got to, you know, that's, that's, that's where evil is. That's what evil, I mean, that's the, the resonance of evil. Or come here, little boy. I want to make you a lot of money. You see that Hollywood star right there? You can be like them. Come work for me. Exactly. Sell your soul. I'm going to make you a lot sell, of money. Sell your soul. We'll give you a, a black, you know, we'll give you a black card and uh, you just sign this NDA. It's not even that. They tell you, look how good you can buy your, buy this clothes right here. You're going to be awesome. Take this job. Pay your taxes. Be a good citizen. Drink this fluoridated water. We know what we're talking about, you know? Yeah, and if you don't, we're going to drive you down into apathy. We're going to put you in jail. We, you are next to dead. And you will do anything to get out of that. And you will obey us when you're done. Look at all this fun stuff at this restaurant here with the big golden arches. Let your children come and play. Isn't that wonderful? Aren't they happy? You know what is what's pretty wild and it's funny you said McDonald's is I I didn't notice, but I pulled up the other day. I was in the goddamn drive-through, and I'll tell you what. I looked at the sign, and it had it had this warning. It says, "Notice that the food or and or." This or that, I forget. I took a picture of it. I couldn't believe it. Uh, may cause cancer. Hold up. Sure enough? I swear. I swear. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, they're tr- actually trying to cover their ass, aren't they? They don't want to go down. They don't want to go down what they're they're regulated or forced to feed us. Dude, get, get, get a picture of that and send it to whoever you can. Get that on Skype. I will. 
I'd like to see this, but it's probably a California thing. Well, California is supposed to be pretty progressive, and all indications are that it is, and it always was. It was the golden state for a reason. You know, they, you know, their laws, uh, their traffic laws, even are some, you know, in in harmony with com- you know the common law. Don't hurt anybody. Don't fuck anybody. Shut up. So, so the more you search the record, you're still seeing the true common law in there, opposed to the manipulation by the corporate system that we all see. Yes, it's a misconception. I think that people are misconceived, thinking, "Oh, there's police officers." Well, that's just that's just like you know, that's just a name. It's the name of their corporation. Well, no, they're peace officers. There's no such Dude, thing as policemen you, in this country. If you, if you could have heard some of the conversations Face One and I talked about, he, we talked about safeguards, about Kennedy, Abraham Lincoln, the Federal Reserve, how we think it's some big evil Illuminati scheme, but if you look at, there's still, there's still what we call the elect behind the scenes keeping things in order. That there are safeguards in place and they're still on the record. Well, yeah, there's there's legislators, and those legislators know that there's a, they can only go a certain way, and those legislators are bound to let's even say just the Constitution, whether and it's who, the state or the federal. And who are these mysterious people that the legislators get their authority from? Us. Exactly, and there's still a few behind the scenes that say, "Hey, you cut that crap out." Yeah, of course, because the legislation is separate from the legal society. That's what's great about it, is the legal society is trying to make law through executive power. They're trying to do it through, you know, a case law or whatever. Oh, this case was decided this way, and that means that you're fucked. Well, no. Go back to the legislation. Take that case up again, or one just like it. Yeah, it's more for the corporate side of things. The people want to be persons, you know. But what I'm saying is, that if you if you ch- if you search the record like like you found, the people's law is still in effect. You you know says, and if you search the constitutions, it says they still are doing this for the people and God. You're right, and the goddamn legal society is the one trying to change that. Yes, They're trying to do it through through subversion, through covert action. What mm, what is covert? Anytime, anytime you talk covert, that means fear. Yeah. Unless you're talking like some sort of military, you know. Well, it's using using a, a feared sort of you know secretive stance in order to accomplish an overt act. That may that may be part of the uh, safeguard too, is to allow a little bit of fear promotion. Because you can't have you can't have too many people coming forth and saying I'm a king, I'm a king, I'm a king. It it would create an imbalance in the system. No, it wouldn't. It would create the balance that we needed. <laughs> well, imbalance to them, imbalance to their control, of course. Yeah. You don't want the the keys back into the you know the hands of the driver. You want some uh, some. I, I don't know, that was a bad analogy, but <clears throat> yeah, you're you're right. The 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 evidence is still there because of course it's still there. 
You can't, you, up, you can't uproot everybody. You can't ru- uproot all three of the you know arms of the government. <laughs> did you did you, did you get a chance to listen to Sonya's call episode one thirty seven? Yes. I talked about the imbalance about the corporate world, the baby lines. I love that call, man. You did such a good job on that call. Well, I don't think, I don't even think it was me. I mean, oh, uh, I, the, there was that was another one. That was something speaking through me. I've listened. I've listened that call, and what I was saying, I I, I was like, "Wow!" It wasn't even me. It was like I was inspired, but clairvoyant about when I talked about the imbalance of the corporate system. You need more people to come forth because you're going to get so much of a a corporate tower that it's going to collapse. Right. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Because pretty soon, God's gonna not going to be able to recognize his own creation, you know? The Tower of Babylon. The Tower of Babel. <laughs> the Tower of Babies. Uh, that was cool, man. I love that stuff. I love how you, you throw this twist, man. It's just mind-blowing. I, I would have never, you know... Well, it was just from my experience. I mean, I don't know if it's actually truth, but that seems to be the way it is. Well... Yeah, I mean, evidence points that way. It's a postulation. There's nothing wrong with that. Evidence points a certain way. So you postulate, you make a decision that it's that way. Well, go if you look that. at the, I just look at the scriptures. Why did, why did God destroy you? Um, <clears throat> why did God destroy the uh, earth with the flood? Because allegedly these angels were corrupted and the flesh and God couldn't recognize his creation anymore except maybe uh, one man in his family mm. the steward <clears throat> and that's in Genesis 6 about the giants the sons of God and the uh, daughters of man maybe okay. everybody had maybe everybody had some kind of alien DNA in their blood who knows Hey, I think it certainly but, <clears throat> certainly is evidential. It could be postulated, yeah. But if but if you look at ancient technology, everything from ancient till now was all about a record, right? There's drawings on freaking walls and pyramids and all that stuff. Right. That was be, that was for the future, uh, the future generations. So what if the ark wasn't really a boat? What if it was just a a records keeping office? That said, here's here's the records of what is of God, and here's a record of man, not a person. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, the person and the whole person thing is. Uh, we're just talking legal person. We're not talking any other person. We're just talking legal person. Yeah. So because legal society. Because if you look at the tree of life, as we discussed the other night, both good and evil came from the same tree, right? Well, you can't know one without the other. So where did these corporate entities come from? That was an arbitrary statement, by the way. That was just me coming up with that. But so where did these pos- where did these corpses come? Yeah, so that's where I, on the on the call in previous chats that I figured well. If the legal name came from a certain source or a certain way, why not go to that same source for the other side of that? And that's how we did it. 
like a rescission. That's cool. Call it being born again. You go through the same process you came out of. Yeah, I that I was just repeating that phrase in my head today. Like it just came popped in. Like yeah, of course that's what they were talking about, but uh, it just reoccurred to me. Born again or repenting, going back to the uh, to the source. Yeah, change the record. Through whoever changed, whoever whoever established it, or whoever you recorded the first thing with, well, we're going to record something else. I came into this world via this system. Well, okay, well, let's go back to it then and see what happened. Yeah, I'm not a child anymore. I'm ready. That's what we're saying. I mean, that's that's what everyone's been saying. And sure, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's what but we've been if you're only, for. well, Kurt Kellenbach was a big help about that afterbirth thing. But if your birth record name, your legal entity name, is the only one on record, then in theory, you're forever on record as a lost soul. <clears throat> because of the dynamics of the record, because the record had certain things, certain elements about it, which were not only unbeknownst to you, but were manipulated in a certain way to create a status which was diminished. Uh, I have no idea what you just said, but I think it was right. Well, yeah, you have a diminished <laughs> status with that record. Yeah. Your status is no longer that of man, no longer the creator. You are created. There's no proof of a man existing or a man or woman existing. It's just a record of a legal entity. Yeah, it's a fucking sham. It's a yeah. scam. It's a it's a fucking Ponzi scheme. I don't know where when the you, hell when, it is. When you when you sit back and look at it, it, it is damn good. I mean, I'm sitting back looking at this genius of oh, how yeah. it. Be, I, and I'm just wow, that's pretty good. I mean, whoever thought it up, I want to shake their hands. Yeah, it's uh you know it was established back. Uh, you heard the 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 was it Edwin House? You heard you've listened or whatever read that letter he wrote to. Um, it wasn't it what the hell was it? It was a long time ago. It was uh wasn't Eisenhower, it was uh Roosevelt or maybe before him. Anyway, he wrote this letter and he says, Hey, we're gonna do this thing, it's called pledging. It's an ancient system, you've heard of it. And <clears throat> no one's gonna know about it. And what's great about it is it's so complex that we can always rely on plausible deniability. Are you, are you talking about the New Deal? It was the New Deal. Yeah. Or do you think he got that idea? Uh, yeah, he got this idea. I'm telling you, there's people behind it's the scenes. Ancient. It's ancient. Yeah. It's old. They're just this is old tech. You know, this is like okay. Was I mean, this was established a long time ago. It was already here's done. the new here's the New Deal. We're bankrupt. This corporate system sucks. How can we? even exist anymore well we got to create this social security system well it was it was all done because they wanted to become very rich oh and that was that was an, another element of that letter was that this is going to make us uh rich beyond our wildest imagination and that's <laughs> that's got to be pretty rich i mean if this guy <laughs> you know 
high up and he's he was uh he was called to he was called this pres I don't know the president's name off the top of my head, but he was called uh that president's handler. That's what he was known as. And Edwin House, look look it up. It's on uh it's on um not Freedom Pop, but uh it's there's another one. You can probably just Google it. Edwin House. I like studying uh, stuff like that. I've read, I read a book by uh, Andre Eglishen that was similar to uh, Edward Griffin's The Creature from Jekyll Island. Yeah, and, oh yeah. And, and Andre Eglishen's book is called Thieves in the Temple. But when you look uh-huh. at Jekyll, Jekyll Island and what went down there with uh, Senator Aldridge or whatever, I believe they were forced to uh, to create the Federal Reserve System because uh, you risk holding all the wealth of this world. And the the people behind the scenes made them do that as a safeguard. Look, you create your own fictional money, and you can have all your fictional money you want, but you will not take our gold and our silver. Silver. So, I think I think we've kind of caught up. Oh, it's the Federal Reserve and all this stuff. I think the Federal Reserve is like Base One said. It's a safeguard to protect the true wealth. Well, the true wealth is the energy. And the energy is, uh, dude. Yeah. I just, I just let me finish that thought. I think <clears throat> we've we've discussed this now. I think that the Federal Reserve System had to be created not only to protect the people's wealth, because you know you had to recognize the corporate system to you know that had to exist because it's kind of the dual part of man, your dual personality. But then you get into uh, John F. Kennedy's his conspiracies. He was trying to reissue what silverbacks, silver certificate. Yeah. Yes, and I I don't know what went wrong there, but I think Kennedy was risking turning it back over to the uh, the people's wealth, back over to the bank, the corporate world, another dimensioned world. And I believe the people that put those safeguards in place said, "We can't have this." You know that's hugely controversial. You know what's funny is I've been I've been researching the Kennedy thing uh, day and night for the past like two weeks, and just I like to examine history, and of course history repeats itself if you don't understand it, uh, but if you don't learn from it rather, like nine eleven, you know that uh, that whole thing. I mean, it, it's all interrelated, and if you solve one, it's like if you solve if one of the buildings was wired, they were all wired. Hey, have you seen the video where the guy breaks down that Kennedy was shot by one of those uh shape charge things placed in the back seat or the front seat of the uh the car? No, but uh, he was obviously hit with a bullet. Well, in this one video, it looks like something was placed in the seat behind the was it the governor whoever was in the front seat? Yes, Governor Connolly. And it was, it was one of those mechanisms where it could it could shoot you. You know, I call it they called it shape charge or place charge. But then also the limousine driver does kind of turn and shoot too. It looks like but nah, that's William Cooper. He was. <clears throat> you look again with the colored videos. It's it's just a weird shadow. It is William. It is sort of. William Cooper. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's a great name. William Cooper? The Pell Yes. Horse? Yep. No, 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 wait a minute. The the radio guy, Bill Cooper, that died in September? What was his radio show? Um uh I can't remember. The hour what was his power hour? The hour of the time. That was him in the limousine? 
No, that was him saying, <laughs> hey. Yeah, exactly. But that was him saying, hey, look at this video, this shadow, you know, as the driver's turning around, the shadow sort of weird looking thing looks certainly like a gun and it almost looks exactly like it. It's the exact same time that Kennedy shot in the head. In the, face. the video was huh. edited too. Now the video was missing frames, <clears throat> the, the misting cloud or whatever, but the Zapruder film showed enough, even with the missing frame or whatnot. <clears throat> I've got a question. What? On the 9-11 videos, have you watched any from uh, that lady toward the towers go? Is that Judy? Not yeah, the Judy lady. She's talking about yeah. uh, some sort of energy weapon. Have you watched any of her videos? No. <clears throat> Should get a chance, take a listen, because you hear eyewitness stories about some of those people. They they were just felt like they were levitated. Mm-hmm. And there was a there was a hurricane off the coast that day. Did you know that? I did not know that. Well, according to her videos and the evidence, there was some kind of a hurricane-like system off the coast that day. And it's just my weird theory that there is an energy source out there that we're being uh, protected from or we're not aware to know about. Maybe that's why they went into Iraq to ancient artifacts. Who knows? But, But I think that... Perhaps 9-11 was not necessarily an inside job, but it was an act of God. And the 9-11 event, with the explosions and the implosions, was to cover up the fact that it was God doing it. They were trying to explain away judgment of God. Because if you look at movies, 9-11 was in movies 30-some-odd years back. How could that be? Yeah, no. How could that so, be? So perhaps, <laughs> perhaps simply. God, perhaps God was sending a notice and sending a warning and say, "Hey, look, you big twin towers, you corporate world, judgment is coming," and they just merely planted the bombs in there <clears> to try to explain away the the, the, the power of God. Uh, <clears throat> well, it's been good talking to you, Roddy. Uh, <laughs> on that, on that note, we gotta. Go. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. That's a that's an obscure look at it. I think it's much more simple. What? It can't be simple. It was it was twin towers and and building seven and and the Pentagon. That wasn't simple. Oh, that was simple. What was it? Well. I mean, do I know exactly? No, but it, you know, evidence points to an well, let's say a semi inside job. You heard Can of I... the band Ge- Gelatin. You heard of the five dancing Israelis. And the Pinak, yeah. Okay, so I think it was a concerted effort, and uh, I'm sure the the uh, head dude over there in Saudi Arabia knows exactly what happened. Well, the twenty eight pages. Well, let's say if you know, okay, the twenty-eight pages came out. I don't know. I, did you study the twenty-eight pages? No, I didn't either. 
I don't know even know. I just, how heard, much I just heard about it. Was redacted like two months ago. Yeah, it just came out. Uh, two months ago. Yeah, about that. Or a month. Anyway, one guy that Donald Trump's yeah, who, been talking about. What was redacted or what wasn't? I don't know. What do you think? Tell me more. Well, what? I, so what I think? Okay. Well, there's a <clears throat> there's a. Uh, a state called Israel. Well, they want to become a state and, <laughs> and all that. And, you know, they did have a positive reason for why, you know, uh, something like that would happen to compel our military industrial complex to, you know, build machines and make huge profits to go to war like they want to. And uh, you know they're the one country that only that had the uh, a positive outcome, and they were very you know uh, uh, happy about what happened there, and for you know I guess a good reason. And that is to wake up a 800-pound gorilla who's got the most modern uh, military in the world, and he's got tremendous resources, and uh, can come here and well. And, uh, it's highly unlikely your neighbor is going to attack somebody across the ocean, right? It's highly – say that again? If you're pissed off at your neighbor, why not just get somebody across the ocean to attack them? That way you have plausible deniability. Well, that's what I, that's what I mean. That's what they did. It was covert. So covert is evil. I mean, hell, my neighbor <clears throat> no can come over what. here and, you know, strike me any time. But somebody, you know, 4,000 miles away, they're not going to go 4,000 miles. Uh, I think I get your concept. However, 4,000 miles nowadays isn't isn't what 4,000 miles used to be, Roddy. Yeah, it's a matter of, what, 13 hours? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not even a full day, and, uh, <laughs> and and you're there, and you can do your covert action and uh, admit it, basically, and uh, not now, be held accountable. Let's go back in time. We were talking about technology earlier, about gravity. You started off talking about gravity, but when I mentioned the uh, the technology on 9-11... You kind of said, "What's well, been nice talking to you?" Well, if you look at historically, wasn't Hitler? No, up there? you were talking about God's intervention, something, something religious. Well, what about Hitler? Wasn't he seeking? I mean, you talk about UFOs and Hitler. There's some kind of ancient technology or some kind of God power there that uh, he was seeking too. Yeah, that's right. He certainly was. He was out to prove that the the Aryan race was the original race, also. He was out to, to find uh, you know things out of the Bible, not to mention you know uh, alien tech. I think that's why he was such a big threat because well, they knew there, that there's food there's, fighters. There's, well, there's ancient technology out there that uh, somebody's got. I know they do. <clears throat> there was this book by uh, what was it Crichton, Michael Crichton, and uh, he was Jurassic Park guy, but he did this book, and I think they did a movie on it, where they found, in this book, they found this spaceship, basically at the bottom of the ocean, which was ancient. 
and they got in this goddamn thing and they fired it up basically as i recall and uh this thing you know was technology obviously <clears throat> so <clears throat> our galaxy is four and a half billion years old they they postulate that through mathematical processes of whatever and just our you know our, how old our our part of the universe is and we can see you know uh 14 billion light years away and we figure that's the birth you know that's the time and because you know the galaxies back there are very old they're just real gaseous we're seeing this stuff and it's very early on but over there the light is old you know that we're seeing now but like we're looking back in time and uh Anyway, so that what I just want, I wanted to say is the, the possibility that there's <laughs> there's civilizations out there that are billions of years older than us is uh, you know is undeniable. You just can't deny. You know the universe is just so big, and if they were to uh, you know eventually create a or a technology which would manipulate physics in this universe, perhaps. And uh, travel interstellarly, and they would maybe even possibly plant the seeds of life on, you know, these, uh, you know, these life-sustaining, you know, potentially life-sustaining planets. And even potentially have wars over planets that they find, you know, maybe different races or of, uh, you know, maybe they have the same problems we have, you know, as, as far as, you know, we're trying to bomb these guys and they're trying to bomb us. Maybe they have these similar problems, and the evidence to um, to support that is ancient cities that they found that were, you know, built basically but underground, did, but they able to work. withstand nuclear blast, twelve foot thick walls <laughs> of stone. But how, come, but how come with all that technology, it just didn't last? How come it didn't work? Where are they? Well, what 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 didn't work? Well, maybe this maybe we are who we are supposed to be. What if uh, what if all this stuff we see in the Bible and all these aliens and stuff is really a, a manipulation of the way it's supposed to be? They're trying to make well, us like you them and I, because they're envious. You and I, you and I live in a in a tangible universe. I I can reach down and pick up something and I have it in my hand. I can perceive it, whether it exists or not, whether it's part of a holographic universe, whether it's really flat and just appears to be three dimensional. That's, you know, that's, uh, that's the highest tech right now, uh, is that. And, uh, anyway, uh, what I'm, what I wanted to say is just that if it's, if you and I can perceive it with our senses, we can, you know, feel its weight. We can feel all these things which make it physical and which make it real. I would also think, you know, with that thought that, okay, say religion could be based not on metaphysical, but something much more physical, something, a manifestation, an actual piece of substance that we then, you know, grew our religions upon, whether or not it was indoctrinated, whether or not it was dictated to us or not. I think, obviously, we came up with some high tech to control the masses, very simply, through Bible, which 
was the law. And now they're trying to control the masses of persons through a legal society, which two persons is the law. Then I think there is, there's got to be a physical manifestation of God. There's got to be a physical manifestation. Maybe not God in this universe. Maybe there's parallel universes, which we, we now theorize, which do exist. And we can prove that in certain experiments. And uh, anyway, so I, I just think that there's got to be something more physical to it. There's, it can't just be some idea, some belief, some static, some faith. It's got to be something that we can understand. And I think since we're on this age of tech, whether it's our tech or alien tech, you know, whatever has been disclosed to us at this point doesn't really matter because we're still able to perceive these physical manifestations and, and make a record. That was a mouthful. The is hard to tell and hard to explain because I think every so often something corrects itself, like the people of old disappear. They get washed away with floods or plagues and next thing you know it's a whole there's a few people left and they just keep carrying on the uh, typical man technology. Well, you do know that there could have been a physical manifestation of that, meaning there could have been an occurrence back where, you know, society was basically sourced, and that was in Europe and in Asia and in Africa. There really wasn't a society here. They hadn't, they hadn't you know, gone across the uh, the the ice and gotten to North America quite yet. But back then there was the Mediterranean mean, the no, Mediterranean no, no. Valley. You mean the white man? No, no. I'm talking all men. There was a Mediterranean Valley in Europe. Okay, so and the Straits of Gibraltar broke through finally and the ocean came in and if you're sitting in the Mediterranean and you you know you didn't know too much about it, but this thing flooded like a son of a bitch, like crazy and just wiped. I mean, wiped out the world as far as you knew it. I mean, practically, there would be a massive story about that. And sure enough, they found through uh, archaeology that the Straits of Gibraltar. Uh, you know, was a separation of the sea from the land. So there's the physical manifestation. There's the record. There's the history. There's actually what happened. And it could have been interpreted and could have been really biblical and huge and large. The question is, do we trust new records? Do people try to explain away maybe God or people's beliefs? If you can, you know how how uh, <clears throat> I guess in politics or news how history books are being changed, reworded. Yes. So what if stuff we are told today is actually ancient scrolls? Is really not ancient scrolls? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think you're talking more like me now. You can change the past. You can change the future. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, especially <clears throat> even with the with the King James version of the Bible, it's always been good. It's always been pretty good, but I've been skeptical of these uh, NIVs or whatever these different variations of interpretations. Why not just stick to the the, the original King James version? Well, the King James Version was a selection of books, and it wasn't the whole story. So the King James Version is an interpretation. Yes, but aren't the newer the newer versions really an interpretation of King James Version? No. I'd say no. I, I don't really know. But no, in that it was high, high heresy to manipulate what you were copying down whether you are a monk, a priest, or any man, to change when you are copying down, you know, for reprint or whatnot, the Bible and what it said. Damn, we have the same system today with the legislature and the uh, the people from Canada that uh, try to interpret it. Tomlins. Codify. Yeah, so pretty much the same system. No, much different. Much different in that it's fluid. Much different in that it's changing. It's bendable. It's flexible. It changes. It changes through their codification. It changes because they don't write it down verbatim. You don't have a scroll of uh, the public law. You only have a codification. I just got Name word. Is... Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. I just got word from Larry, little Bill, that he's free. I told him to call in, so... You want to hang around Great. for a minute or two? We'll see how this goes. Keep on oh, talking. Yeah, I got a, got a big old box of beer. I don't got work tomorrow. Keep on talking. Codification. It's it's very important that you write down well, the the true point was doctrine. the point was Roddy, real quick. The point was just that law nowadays they want to make flexible in that they can manipulate it. Of course. But that's only for the law of persons. They want it to be flexible because they need control, and they need that control to be dynamic and moving. Just like your perception. They need to be able to control that. They need to believe those buildings were brought down by planes and office fires. But that's what I'm saying. And you Mm -hmm. kind of got silly with me when I said, what if it wasn't? Not only that, what if that was planted there to make it look like it was man-made or look like it was, uh, you know, caveman somewhere? Cavemen started off, you know, they could barely discover fire and build on a wheel, but now suddenly cavemen can fly planes and get through the national defense system. What if it was... Merely a plant to explain away something uh, supernatural. That I, can't, kind of, that, that I can't perceive. So you can't. Well, that that would take faith. Uh, you know, a faith is something static. Uh, I prefer to be moving. What does that mean? You want something to more more physical explanations? Right. I don't want black or white. I want a shade of gray. 
So unless someone shows you like a staff that Moses would have or some kind of energy ray gun, you don't want to, you don't believe it. No, I, I wouldn't say that. I don't, I, I wouldn't consider it because I certainly would consider, um, you know, the possibilities of technology, which existed maybe back then or was given to certain folks back then. Well, I'm still, I'm that, still stuck on, I mean, it makes sense though, that there's ancient technology out there that people were trying to find because I think Hitler was searching for it too. But if you look at the pyramids and all this, all this that's stuff exactly what came to my mind was the pyramids. There's the Isn't, smoking gun. But the, don't the pyramids and all this stuff say something about levitation technology or some kind of energy weapons? Exactly, and we still don't understand the pyramids. It would still take us a hundred years to build the pyramids. That's and my they point. What 20. I'm saying, what I'm saying is, that's my point. What if somebody has this technology or has a version of it? that the powers that be are trying to keep covered up to keep to prevent mass hysteria. We're saying the same thing, except for I'm saying it in a way that which is much more malevolent, meaning like why it's would the much Vatican more evil. Call their, why would the Vatican call their telescope Lucifer? Because Lucifer was the light. Right. And... Lucifer was the understanding. Lucifer wasn't the faith. Lucifer was all about bringing light to a tangible, a manifestation. So what it was, it was more making you lust after things that you once did not have, I guess. You discovered it, meaning, and you're going to want meaning it. Meaning real, real understanding. Yeah, I didn't have it, you know, when I was back in... You know, uh, when Christ was around, I, I, I looked up at the moon, and I, I really didn't understand what the stars were. I could only dream. I, I think I can see where you're going with this. I could look at Lucifer, let's say, let's go back 60-plus years. Lucifer, in those days, could be uh, an air conditioner uh, manufacturer to where you've got this new thing called air conditioner or an ice maker. You mean I don't have to? Uh, I li- I really like this seventy-two degree temperature thing in Majiggy. I really want more and more of it. I don't have to depend on the wind no more. No, I think seventy-two is pretty warm there, bud. But you see what I'm saying? We don't have to trust God like we used to. We got we got a switch of electricity. We don't have to put our nutrients in our you know our wood ash in the gardens no more. We got hell. We got McDonald's to feed us now, so. Lucifer right. could be Lucifer could be the advance of technology. Of course he is. He that's exactly what he is. That's exactly what he always was because a fallen angel, okay, so he had some supernatural ability to begin with. And came down to I, I don't really know the story, but he must have he <clears throat> he must have been some sort of idea at least that men was on their way to becoming godlike in that they could change their environment. Well, if you can, I mean, you think about, well, uh, you know, uh, man really, uh, some people would think, man, you know, he adapted to his environment. No, 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 no. Man changed his environment. Look, he lives in houses. He lives in air conditioning rooms. He's got a refrigerator. 
a fucking TV. I mean, the, the the list goes on and on and on and on to a point to where, you know what? My dog knows that I'm a god. And so if I'm created in his... <laughs> he better you know? recognize. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so if you're created in the image, then most likely you're going to be able to, at some point, know the mind of God. And if you know the mind of God, whether... <clears throat> I shouldn't say that. What I was trying to say is just that man was able to change his environment in a God-like manner. But the, I think it, the part where you get going. Luciferian is where you start depending on your creations instead of depending on nature. You don't create a happy balance like we do in the corporate world with the names. There's no happy balance. We're either or too one-sided. We lean too far with this way instead of getting back to our roots. So it becomes corrupt because without that system, how many people would die right now? But wait, what would you think a balance would be of that system? What's the ideal scene? Keep the best of both worlds. Don't become too dependent on everything. Okay, sure. Have uh, Okay, best of meaning we're able to... Eat to do commerce. Well, we were always able to do commerce. Well, it's like the separation that Carl mentioned. You know, he, he, you don't say, need a legal person, Roddy. You don't man, need it. It's good to, don't need it, but it's good to have one. Why? So you can use an ATM card? So you can have a driver's license? Well, okay, so there you go. If you maybe, Okay, there you go. Maybe, All right. maybe, okay, play, a, maybe play a game. I mean, if you look at it as a game, you're playing a role, well, you know. Yeah, life is a game, of course. Yeah. But you're here to you're here to make the world a better place. So, so that the next time you come around, it's a better place for you, because you made it a better place the last time. But just imagine right now if the the proper solar flare hit or an EMP hit. How, many, how much of the corporate world would be wiped out and in darkness like uh, Noah's flood, you know? Oh, yeah. It would be back in the 1800s for everybody. Yeah, because no one... We would have to go back to the ancient technology of, you know, Boy Scouts uh, making a fire with a with a twig and a wood or something. No, I mean, okay, so it's just our electronics would be wiped out. We wouldn't have internet. We wouldn't have phones. We wouldn't have a lot of electrical devices. Your car probably wouldn't run. My car will. My car is EMP proof. Yeah, uh, but for the but for those who still have the natural, you know, simple abilities like Boy Scouts, will be a freaking oh, yeah, uh, exactly. hero. That's right. You'll be yeah. you'll be a god now. See, it'd be a blue collared world. See, one time when the new technology <laughs> was out, you were like this god. But now when the technology is wiped out, the older people are going to be the gods. Yeah, that's right. People that can work with their hands. You're salivating, aren't you? Well, uh, I work a lot with my mind, too. So no, either way, it would be damaging. It, maybe it wouldn't be. Maybe it would be so fulfilling. Maybe it would just be the best thing to ever happen to 
us is to recognize what we didn't, you know, what we don't have. It's like the, you know, because the good can only recognize what's good because he knows what evil is. But you know what evil is now. If, if this was to happen, you can still work with your hands and whatever. You would start the corporate system all over again. Well, we don't have ATMs anymore. So uh, if you if you want me to work work, you know, do this thing for you. I'm going to require six billion tally sticks or something. So you would, yeah, you would have, you would now have the power to start the corporate system all for yourself. I don't think that's true. I think no matter what, we would always be able to rely on the common system because the common system is, you know, I'll trade you potatoes for dog shit, and uh, that's cool. We can do that. Dog shed too. A farmer, maybe fertilizer. A farmer, a fertilizer. Yeah, that's right, Roddy. Don't you forget it. I got a lot to and pig shit too. You want some of that? I got it. Big piles. No, I don't. But uh, my pig does. Who do you know that's got a pig for a pet? Uh, Know somebody now, huh? I don't. I don't know anybody, but uh. I've ran, ran across a few, yeah. Okay. You know, George Clooney, he's got one. Is your pig's name Bacon? His name's Chunk. <laughs> <laughs> Chunk. <laughs> what was I was watching a movie, I forget what it was called, but it had that guy from, uh, what was that guy's name? Anyway, the, the old fat boy called his pig Bacon. Uh Friday Night Blues or something. I don't know. Do you remember where you know you remember that movie? Uh, obviously, you remember where Chunk came from, right? No. Yes, you do. Orkies? The Goonies. Remember the kids? They were all trying I, to find the pirate, the pirates' treasure. And remember, I, uh, I remember the Goonies. Sloth. Remember Sloth? Yeah. Hey, you guys. Superman. Ta-da. Yeah, they had that woman on there throwing mama from the train. (laughs) Yeah. That was a good movie, actually. Chunk. Yeah, he was the fat kid. Was that him? I was thinking about that uh, deformed fella. No, that's Sloth. Chunk was the kid. Remember, he did the. He was he was Sloth's buddy. Yeah, and they were searching for One-Eyed Willie. That's right. Yeah, that was a damn good. That was a really good show. And it had Shortstack in there too. Doctor Jones. Doctor Jones. That's right. And you remember, uh, you wanted to you wanted to have that kid's gadgets. Man, what was it back in the day, the gadgets? If you go over to the movie, uh, like Corey Haim was in it, or Corey Feldman, uh, what was it called, Gremlins? Yeah. You had the old guy that was an inventor, and he was inventing gadgets. You had this, the smokeless ashtray. <laughs> Gizmo. <laughs> it's a mogwai. Mogwai. Bright night, bright night. Those, those are the movies, man. Critters, the Cry, too. They don't make movies like that anymore. 
Well, they do. They make them worse. Yeah, it's not. It's all computerized. Though. It has no soul. Yeah, how they make movies back in the old days? Just they just did it. it analog, man. Analog and puppets. Uh, they didn't have the green screens, but they had the uh, fake settings, pictures in the back. Sometimes you can still see them, like in Wizard of Oz. You can tell the background's like a big painting. Yeah, that was back when it took like a year to make a movie. And and they made record-setting movies like uh, Gone with the Wind. Over the top. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <kidding>. No. <laughs> but that, that was, was of the a... that was of the vintage though. Give me that. Sylvester Stallone and his. Nah, that wasn't a blockbuster, but. Yeah, it was. It was pretty good, man. Anything with Sylvester Stallone? Oh, yeah. Man. Wasn't a big wasn't a big hit over there, huh? I thought for sure it'd be a big hit. Nah, it was one of my Sylvester Stallone movies. Yeah. <laughs> I think other than Terminator, Sylvester Stallone farted out. Terminator? With, uh, Wait, what? What? Terminator? Uh, other than, uh, other than Ter- Terminator, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger farted out with yeah, okay. uh, C- Commando. Yeah, he was badass. What was a uh, Predator? And then um, he had a couple other good ones. Terminator. Yeah. Well, Terminator, okay, of course, but Predator was, I think, the badass one. Jesse, the body Ventura. I ain't got time to bleed. That dude, that was badass. Well, then he had that Gatling gun. Holy shit. We all want that. Hey, speaking of 9 11, you ever wonder about why we're still seeing the same people today in politics and on TV? Um, like Jesse Ventura was in the WWE, Hulk Hogan. Do you remember the Twin Towers or the Twin Powers in uh, WWE? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm telling you, man, this whole this whole 9-11 thing goes back a long, long time. Well, I'd say Jesse Ventura, I don't know if he's privy, but, uh, you know, he's he's a big dum-dum, but I, I like what he's what he's doing. Yeah, he's he's an uh, interesting fellow, I can tell you that. I know, I know, big dum dums like him, and uh, you know they're good guys. They really are. He's just dumb enough to do it right. Yeah, and what and, and ask uh, silly ass questions, which actually are good questions. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm big into wrestling, man. If you look at some of those videos about uh, like uh, symbolism in movies and 9/11, whatever, Illuminati. Uh, WWE Vince McMahon comes up with the Ultimate Warrior. It's just weird how stuff. It's a huge coincidence how things happen. <clears throat> well, there's hermetic wisdom. You know, I was talking about tones and stuff. That's all hermetic wisdom, meaning very ancient knowledge. And uh, one of the one of the main things that you have to do if you're going to deceive somebody. And you don't want to die like shortly thereafter because you felt terrible and you could never live your life in happiness because you did something wrong. Would be to actually give fair warning. <laughs> I'll be like, it's on you. It's on you, dummy. Yeah, exactly. That's okay. I'm gonna do this, and just so you know, you, you, you mean you mean notice? And I'm a notice, like Carl. Yeah, Carl exactly. 
Yeah. Fair warning. <laughs> and if you did a good right? fair warning, if you did a good fair warning, you could per- probably perpetrate terrible deeds. Yeah, I mean, it's not my. Yeah, if you're going to do something evil, it's not my fault you didn't understand it. Yeah, I'm going to feel just fine that, uh, you know, you got fucked and uh, you didn't listen to what I said, you dumbass. I, I mean, if it, if it was in English uh, and it happened on uh, English speaking territory, then it was legit. But, like, if it was yeah. in. If, if it was in English and it happened in, let's say, Japan, that, that wouldn't make any sense. Uh, no, but if it was in hieroglyphics, it'd be fine. What the what the hell's a hieroglyphic? <laughs> That's a picture. Paint you a picture. Yeah, paint you a fucking... I'll draw you a picture, motherfucker. You don't get it? Here, here's a picture. This is what I'm going to do to you. It's like uh, we dropped leaflets. Hey, we're going to bomb you, Hiroshima. Hey, you didn't and, see uh, my signature. I mean, you saw my signature on it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So uh, we got a stamp. We got a stamp because we're just a corporation. I need to go back and watch PBS episodes of uh, Bob Ross. I think it's Bob Ross doing the paintings. <laughs> yeah, love that guy. It's I used to famous. watch that. Him and Justin Wilson. Maybe there's some hidden messages in there I never got. Yeah, that's a fucking terrific point. You know what? Some information. Yeah, yeah, there it was in plain sight. Remember? I could oh, probably start a sight. YouTube, probably start a YouTube channel and go back and watch Justin Wilson because he was Cajun and he's probably got like a, a scenario where he pours like this big bucket of water on something to symbolize Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> Start a whole conspiracy. Yeah, you could drum up all sorts of postulations. He put the water in a blender and it was spiraling. And then it covered New Orleans. There was, <laughs> it, 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 there was a map on the table and the New Orleans was right there. And it was like Sandy really? and Batman. Yeah. No, that's what I could find, though, you know. Like the Batman, yeah, Sandy, can... the Sandy Hook scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, anyway. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. But in retrospect, one of my favorite movies was Back to the Future. And I go back right now and look at some of these conspiracies: uh, Twin Pines, Twin Towers, the sign at one sixteen, turn it over, it's nine eleven. Mm-hmm. And he's upside down. His dad's upside down, and the, and the twin tw- towers yeah. Yeah, are in the background. Weird. And it's it, it, they, it's too much. Too much coincidence not to not be purpose, I guess, or something. Oh yeah, yeah. So there, there's, it's called a justifier, and there's the justifier right there. You justify yourself by saying, "I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this action, and it may cause harm." However, here's fair warning. Here's notice. Hey, let's go on and have this little theory about the Bible, about all this stuff we see in the Bible. What if it hasn't happened yet? Or what if it's happening right now? What if it is? That's what I'm saying. Well, what if Adam, oh, Adam and Eve and all this fruit stuff and Noah and Sodom and Gomorrah, what if it hasn't happened yet? Well, okay, so right. Uh, and that's sort of um, like an indication that you didn't you didn't learn from history, so it's, you're bound to repeat it. <laughs> are, you, are you saying God or some evil entities writing a Bible 
to give us fair warning. Yeah. That's messed up, man. That's on some kind of like fifth dimension. No, 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 no. It's it's not it's not it's not a demented view. What it is is you and I. Okay, let's say we lived in. I don't oh, know. I said, Oklahoma. I said dim- dimensional, not demented. Oh, okay. Well, well, let me just throw this spin on it. In that it's a closer to home, it makes it a little closer to home. Is that? If you and I lived in Oklahoma and we came out and we were neighbors and every day we said, hey, there's this big fucking hole right in the middle of the street. And uh, we got all of our neighbors to think the same thing. You know, there's a, there's a huge hole in the middle of the street. Eventually, there's going to be a big hole in the middle of the street. They're one way or another. How big is the hole? Well, it depends how terribly bad we feel about it. <laughs> yeah, if you step in it and break your ankle, it's pretty bad, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Then it's going to get probably get bigger. People are, are going to fall in it like, and die. Like I heard a story. <laughs> I heard a story about the kings of old. That they would tell the uh, people that they were like evil entities in the woods just to keep the people from going hunting to, to get the king's deer or whatever. Yeah, don't go, don't cross that sea. There's dragons. Yeah, there's trolls. There's trolls. There's yeah. Mm-hmm. There's monsters. Don't don't do it. Even though your salvation is out there, even though you can create a completely new life out there, don't do it. Because there's dragons. <laughs> yeah, we see all these new these new shows about you know what about dragons and stuff. What is that? Uh, the Game of Thrones. Yeah. Have you watched you the Game of Thrones? No. Oh, that shit's fucking gnarly! Oh my god. Sounds like mind control. It also could be fair warning. So you better watch it. What's it telling you? What do you get from it? It's a matrix of... uh, of, It's a matrix of politics and destruction. Game of Thrones... It is, is fucking the, gnarly. It is, is fantastic. It the, is Game of Thrones the ones where the Nazis actually won the war? No, no. Game of Thrones is this ancient, like, sort of medieval, uh, sort of, you know, way back when uh, land, there's dragons, there's, you know, it's mythological and ancient and, you know, medieval. It's gnarly. It's sexual. It's it's wild. It is fucking wild. They they left. They let it all out. No remorse, none whatsoever. Let me tell you. It is fantastic. It is amazing. A lot of nudity. Yeah, beautiful women. It's there's homosexuals. Or it's it's gnarly. Yeah, it's yeah, it's ball rubbing. It's wild, but a lot of gore, a lot of gore. 
No, I want to watch that. Well, if it's fair warning, and uh, if life is gory in reality, you may want to be able to have the ability at least to confront it. And say, hey, this is shit, because I watched it. You're making me want to go out and buy like a AK-47 now. Why would you want to buy that piece of shit? No, I'm just kidding. Some kind of a uh, Gatling gun like uh, Jesse Ventura. <laughs> Jesse Ventura yeah. had. I don't, want, I don't want a lot of gore and people rubbing their balls on me. Nah, it's it's a yeah, it's 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 slightly demented. Yeah, I gotta say, it's it's sort of really like like I said, uh, laying it all out there unremorsefully. Hey, where's little Bill? Did he show up or no? No, I think he's he sent me a text message saying he just got home or ready or something. I told him to call in. Yeah, what the fuck, man? I thought, you I, had, uh, I thought you had some poll here. Come on. I'm telling you. I thought I had some moxie. I even invited Rob Ryder on today. Yeah, where's all your juju, man? It's got to it's got to manifest. Rob Ryder's got some good videos out. I think he's got to go. He's on, he's on a damn good trail, but he's still. Yeah, the OHV. I've I've been listening. He, Rob Ryder's kind of, uh, in my opinion, he's mad at the new generation. He's badass. That's my opinion of him. And I don't I don't think he's he's understands that the older generation with their with their wisdom needs to work with the newer generation to get stuff done. I totally agree on that because he's he's caught in English common law. Yep, and also the scripture says Jesus told the people, Greater works than, than I do shall you do, because I go to the Father. Well these old people these older generation that were out there with this wisdom, they're lost. We've lost them. We need to go back to that old wisdom. Goddamn, I tell you, Carl, that's son of a bitch, he's one of them. Thank God. Even though he's, yeah, he's POS in a lot of ways, I've got to say, he's got that ancient wisdom. I know little yeah. Bill probably wouldn't like to hear that, but... That old-time religion... Well, yeah, I mean, it's got to be simple, right? Well, it is. With, duh. I've known that. Yep, Just like, you know, all these but, but metaphysical like said, ideas. It's got to be like a little said, more simple there, Roddy. It's not like metaphysical. Said, like I said, like I said, like I said, with this new technology, <laughs> this... I love you, it. When you, when, when you get this whole different generation with all this different technology... um. That old time religion can't just pop itself onto to the new new religion. It's got to be a slow, gradual process. Well, yeah, it, it requires uh, requires introversion, meaning looking inward. A happy balance. Well, that would be ambiversion. You can you can do the new version or you can do the old version, but just don't get caught up in either one of them. Right. Yeah. That's uh. Well, it's it you know it really depends, man. You and I could be yeah. sitting here. We could be talking other things. We could probably be 
possibly more productive talking about other things. However, we're semi-forced to talk about these old things, which are vitally important, which man has lost touch with, to revitalize these ideas, because these ideas are fundamental. But you may need to go back to the old... Hang on. <clears throat> the old true stuff to uh to relook at things and now come back forward. Go go back a little bit to come forward. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's ambiversion. That's looking inward and then maybe you could backwards. maybe you could maybe you could equate it to stepping back outside of yourself to see what you're doing. Okay, so that's present time. If you're talking present time, that's that's extroversion. And extroversion is where life proliferates. Okay, we don't use legalese words. Okay, so that's a, that's a not a legalese word. What did you say? Pro, 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 proliferates. Proliferates. Pro life. No. Well, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Pro-life, meaning expansion of life in one way, whether that's knowledge, which is energy, which is physically manifested. There is a mass of energy because they can be converted. One is the other. That's what I love about all this shit is it, it all is scientific. And when you look at it, our most... Our most, uh, you know, uh, our highest level, our highest echelon of science supports, and just only recently really supports these fundamentals, which could be said said to be ancient knowledge, which could also be said to be hermetic wisdom, and that hermetic wisdom is closely guarded, I'm sure, because it's power. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where do I think it is? Vatican. Well, the Vatican, okay, they've got their fingers. Of course they've got their fingers. Of course they've, they, they're they the most powerful institution in the world, and they always have been, well, at least since their inception. But I think there's secret societies, and that's... The Hermetic wisdom. Every like genius uh, in that we know, like Plato, uh, Sir Francis Bacon, uh, these guys. If you talk, of, <clears throat> do you do you study Santos Bonacci at all? I can't even say the name. He's out of Australia. He's this little tiny skinny dude, and he's down there fighting hard. He's he's really got some great information and talks about these courts being ecclesiastical. Remember you were talking about words and words, you know, having having like a cousin? Yeah. Okay, so clerk is the cleric and uh, anyway, attorney, attorney, attorney over your property to the king. Those concepts he brought out, which is really cool, but, um, God, what was I talking about? 
I was trying to talk about something and I forget now. See the Illuminati. They already they already disrupted your mind. Oh, okay. So there it is. There it is. You're right. Exactly. Thank you. Who's got this wisdom? Well, this wisdom has probably been closely guarded because there's sort of two forces at play. And we've known that through history. There was the Knights of Templar. And then there was the Catholic, the real power. And, okay, so there's a secret society. Well, those secret societies may have been infiltrated. Infiltrated with who? Who's their big enemy? Well, their big enemy, obviously, is the church. Well, who, who is the henchman of the church? Who would you say are the henchmen of the church, Roddy? In one word. Henchman of the church. Pope. No. Who's I have no leader? idea. Who is his henchman? I don't know what that means. You tell me. No, who, who's his dudes? Who's... Who's his fucking army? He has an army. You know that. Who caused the Inquisition? Who was behind the Inquisition? Who were the the troops on the ground during the Inquisition? The Mexicans. The Spanish. No. That was the Spanish Inquisition, meaning (laughs) Spain was being basically bombarded they were being, you know, overthrown, nonetheless, by forces within the Catholic Church. Well, it was the Inquisition. And Santos Bonacci talks about, well, the, the Inquisition is still happening. Okay. Well, uh, so the henchmen of the Inquisition were the Jesuits. Who's the Jesuits? Well, the Jesuits were this group of, you know, if you ever watched the Dan Brown movie, uh, was that, uh, I read the books, but uh, uh, the, God, uh, Alex Jones, Illuminati Jesuit. No, I'm talking about Alex, Alex Jones. Okay, he's he's got some good information. A lot of it's bullshit. You know, he's a merchant of chaos. So he keeps he, he keeps getting accused of being a Jesuit. He can't give you good news because good news isn't going to give him ratings. He's got to oh, give you fucking bad news. Speaking of the Jesuits, you go back to uh, the Kennedy and cancer. Uh, Doctor Mary's monkey was very, uh, very uh, good book. Talks about the Jesuits and the uh, Tulane Medical School and uh, the the cancer. Uh, they were experimenting on monkeys, you know. To develop cancer as a weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. There was a lady. What was her name? She was she was basically behind that because she had found a way to produce cancer in mice, which uh, they were going to weaponize to use against Castro. Well, what solidifies it also is after Kennedy was allegedly uh, shot by uh, Harvey Oswald, is some guy was said he was injected with cancer and he died quickly of. Uh, Advanced cancer. The people that died around, the witnesses that died around the JFK assassination, the chances that all these people would have died in the way that they died was equated to getting struck by lightning because the chances were so (laughs) terrible. Was Hillary Clinton around back then? No, but you know who was? Was good old H.W. W. Good old W. 
but I was making fun of how uh, everybody who's around the Clintons uh, just uh, they die. Yeah, there's been what eight recorded deaths that are really mysterious. I think four in the last six weeks. <laughs> Didn't the RNC, the DNC gal or someone in the DNC died? Yeah, he was he was he was the one allegedly leaking the uh, information to WikiLeaks. No, that was WikiLeaks attorney. And his car, his Tesla, apparently had been hacked and smashed him into a tree at like a hundred or something. Are you talking about the? Is this a new story? Or are you talking about that guy that uh, was in semi new story? Semi new story. He was Julian Assange's attorney during. What was, that guy? Had... What was that guy about four years ago? Alex Jones now has uh, his buddy uh, Joe Biggs. On there, mm-hmm. Hastings, Michael Hastings, rings a bell. Michael Hastings allegedly he ran into a pole or a tree, but his engine was like sixty feet away. I think you're mixing <clears throat> stories. That was Julian Assange. Well, look at no, look it up, Michael. Maybe Hastings. they're two different stories. However, the recent story was Julian Assange's attorney. Wow, died was smashed his car had obviously been hacked what a wonderful way to control somebody's car oh let's just bring out these computerized cars that can mm, potentially be hacked yeah look it up <laughs> you'll see his car was fucking Same. hacked there was no engine to be found of course his car was smashed into an accordion same same hacking scenario four years later yeah, don't uh, don't be buying no Tesla, okay, Roddy. <laughs> uh, be well merge with it like the uh, Philadelphia experiment. Yeah, you'll be one <laughs> with the fucking uh, steering wheel. And the last thing that will go through your mind is that electric motor for the radiator. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I obsess. Oh God. How do you confront that? How do you confront that possibility? Look, information is power. Information well, sets people free. You talk, you talk, information. You talk, about, you talk about Tesla and the uh, Philadelphia experiment, but you still don't think there's an energy weapon? Well, Tesla, I think, tapped into physics unbeknownst to the uh, established physician, or you know, the fat, the established theoretical physicians, and he, uh, and there's a lot of controversy because there's a, there's a lot of guys that do things that uh, that he couldn't do, and they're proving. Look, <laughs> he was right. Well, the question is, if you have any technology or any wisdom, do you, which is worse, sharing it or just doing it privately and then revealing it? Uh, it depends. Are you a people or are you a person? <laughs> is it better to get it out there in the public and let everybody know? Or, I mean, does that offer a protection? Yes, because what's good for the mass, okay, that's democracy. But what's good for the mass, really, the informed democracy, is good for you. Because it's good for your species, it's good for the planet, it's good for all life, it's good for time and space, it's good for everything. 
So that's how life evolves. It controls, it controls, it controls, it comes back, it controls more, comes back, controls even more, it changes. It's not Darwinianism, which would be the effect. Instead, life is the cause. Well, when I hear somebody say we got free energy, in some ways I hear free weapon. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a great uh, motivation to suppress the information, isn't it? I mean, like a I, guy, I... a guy was able to make cars run on just by changing the spark plugs and uh, fuel system to make a car run on uh, water, which at the spark plug plug would uh, would divide the molecule into hydrogen, and the only uh, thing that was coming out of your tailpipe was steam. Well, if I if I knew I could zap people a thousand miles away just because they made me mad, I would probably use that power just to zap just to zap a bunch of bitches. You know, <clears throat> could be. Depends on who you are. Depends on what you think life is. How what your ethics are. Because if your ethics are high up, you wouldn't be able to do that without killing yourself at yeah, some but, point. But it, in the meantime, I'll just use my Nabu, my Nabooru, my Planet X powers. Hell yeah, Nabooru. Right, yeah. <laughs> I guess, guess, guess four is on, and I, I think I know who it is. He's very aware of my Nabooru. Not <laughs> a baby Nabooru. <clears throat> Love that. Nabooru, Planet X. I fucked that planet. It's a bunch of baloney anyway. Okay, you know that's why we haven't seen it, right? Because we'd blow it up before we got here. You know what? I'm sure that all these YouTube videos are being counted up, and it depends on which videos you're watching. They can they can derive from the videos you watch your intelligence yeah. or just your no, view on life. Are your... you kidding me? They have a uh, they have a search pattern, and it even recommends stuff. You put when you log on, or I know, it's isn't it amazing? for you. It's, it's crazy. So cool. But yeah, that's why that's why aliens or Planet X doesn't show up is because we'd fucking shoot it. I mean, remember the War of the Worlds where people going out shooting the water towers? Yeah, that really happened. That was one of the first uh, indoctrination propaganda tests, propagan. I call them propaganda test, mind control really? manipulation. And then 1942, you had Disney to help out with the propaganda. Yep, that was on uh, the War of the Worlds. It was a live show on uh, Orwell's show, right? Yeah, but I can't believe people today still say, y'all, oh, the TV's not, the television won't indoctrinate you. Well, not to, you know, the War of the Worlds first radio broadcast, I can tell you that. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they did a microcosm, a macrocosm, rather. <coughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's it's a it's it's the react. It's not what you do that is the test. It's the reaction you get. You so, want to be able to to uh, see what's going to happen. You pick choice people from different walks of life. You only need a why, small number of them. Well, and you well, expose them to what to, you want to expose them to. This is why I was hoping to have a little bill on to go into that detail about uh, responding. The, the the key is in the respondent. Like he's 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 in the, he was in the postal service like thirty four years, yep. And he says it. 
He says, he says, it, you know, if someone mails you a letter and it's got like all caps name on it, it doesn't matter. If you respond to it, you're saying I am that one. Right. You're supposed to return the sender. Yeah. I mean, just like if, I mean, no disrespect to uh, anybody on here. I'm just using this for example purposes. But if you know the word nigger is a bad word and you call it out in a group of, uh, it could be whites or blacks, and the ones that respond to it, why are they responding to it if they're not that name? Yeah, that you know, makes perfect sense. You know, just like if if you don't if you answer to Levi, you know, you're Levi. That's exactly what I was going to say to you. <laughs> and we talked that with the. Well, I think you were wrong when we when we discussed that with the with the dog theory the other night. If if you say, "Hey, hey, Rover," and the dog says, "Okay," comes wagging. That's Rover. That's right. Red Rover, Red Rover. Yeah, that's what the you know the record is showing. And uh, if you go ahead and say, yeah, that's right. That's what the record is right. Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a pretty good scheme. I mean, I sit back and looking at all of everything that goes on. It's like, well, this is a master. Uh, it's pretty pretty masterful. It is. God, it's, it's great. And that's why they can say it's so complex, we've got plausible deniability. Yeah, it's so confusing. Well, we we didn't really understand it ourselves. Yeah, that's right. This beast is taking on a form of its own. Bunch of bullshit. They didn't know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, I'm glad Carl was around to uh, help help make things make sense. But uh, yeah, it wasn't just him, but he definitely broke it down into pieces much smaller than anybody else was able to do. Yeah, Carl is Illuminati. <sighs> Carl couldn't even spell Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if he's really a Jesuit? <laughs> yeah what if what if okay so what if I don't know you know Adam Weishaupt was a Jesuit you know sometimes if you want to screw things up so bad, so much to give yourself power it can also be your demise so you gotta go back and correct your own record it's like well, that was too much it went oh, that, oh, that's, oh, it went too far I wasn't expecting that so we gotta go calm down the masses that's right. That benefit was way too heavy. <laughs> well, I tell you what, is anything else you need to get out? Because I'm gonna call it a night. It's it's midnight twelve over here. Well, shit. I'm sorry. It's so damn late over there. Uh, what else? Huh? Let me think. Uh, well, how are things, man? I, what do you mean? Uh, so, yeah, how's, when are you going to, you know, pop your license plates off and, uh, you know, without a loaded rig? I don't know. Still researching. Oh, come on, man. You can't be saying that. You've already pulled the fucking trigger. You're already out. So what do you got to lose? 
Nothing. Yeah, I don't want to disturb everybody else, you know, all these people running around. Nah, 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 nah. You have to have some record, right? You have some, no, at least, a, you know, a, mm, default, right, on somebody. Put well, it out there. No, nah, the plates here, if you research it, all, only the plates for certain vehicles have to be uh, renewed annually. And, and, and just a basic car isn't one of them. So in theory, you can have a tag on a car. You just don't. You're just not required to renew the registration unless you meet a certain requirement. If it's a motor vehicle, house trailer, what you know, basically a commercial big truck. So or is that a, in the legislation you're saying? Yeah, it's in the damn statutes, Title Forty Seven. Of your, are you saying that's a federal title? Title Forty Seven of the Oklahoma statutes okay. specifically says State. vehicles. Vehicles that are required to be registered, and it even shows the classes of vehicles too, or classes of license. And if you go to the one for your car that most people would normally get, it doesn't even describe everything. It just says basically police officers or emergency vehicles. Are you familiar with Title Forty Nine USC Three Ninety Five Point One? I haven't had to go into the uh, U.S. Code yet. <clears throat> well. You can use one or the other, can't you? Don't know. What do you What do you know about Title Forty Nine? Uh, Title Forty Nine USC has been removed. It was removed in 2015, I believe. The uh, end of 2015, it was removed, uh, which is certainly suspect. But it basically says that hey, your recreational vehicle or house car does not need to be registered. Period. So it was removed to create uh, presumption. Actually, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna read this just so that it's on the record. Let me go get it. <clears throat> oh, I almost forgot a bear. But yeah. if it doesn't say it, then that's a key too. Okay, so this is super. I mean, this is a smoking gun, powerful shit. If uh, if it actually exists, I haven't been able to put it under my finger quite yet. But it apparently is good law, and that means that it is usable. And if you can use it, then what the fuck else do you need? You don't need shit if you're in your uh, car. Period. It's not in there. Let's see. I'm going to read this verbatim as far as I know it. You know, I was talking about driving around with my notice, and this is my notice to public servants. And right then and there, Aaron said, Whoa. But, okay. Let's go back to that in a second. But let me just see. Here we go. Uh, CF 49 USC section 395.1 J 1 2. Moreover, no license or registration is required to exercise the right of way, which is capitalized, the right of free passage, which is, those are also capitalized, not everything capitalized, but it's just the first letter. By any convenience whatsoever for personal, private recreation, or travel purposes, or travel purpose, rather. 
That's that. So let me read it again. No, forty-nine. You don't have to get a, you don't have to get all colanderic on us. Oh yeah, okay, but that's pretty <laughs> compelling. I don't know. Did Colin ever pull that one out? I don't think he did. But that might get confusing too. Might give everybody. I don't have to have it. Well, that doesn't mean it's for everybody. <clears throat> no, it doesn't. But it it's, it stipulates who it applies to. Absolutely. So okay. <clears throat> so the next time you get pulled over and you got no load, and uh, you okay, so you got your license plate on. You can just say, "Hey, man, uh, I'm just uh, exercising my right of way, my right of free passage." Yeah, in a, in a big truck, no. <laughs> it's a commercial vehicle, twenty four seven. Well, unless you have a uh, bill of lading, is it? Because well, hey, know. hey, honey, the uh, the Studebaker is broke down. I gotta take the Freightliner. Okay. All right. Hey. So, or am I getting paid? No, I'm not. You're on fire tonight, but I I gotta I gotta call it a night, guy. All right. I do appreciate you calling in. It's been it really has been fun. I wasn't expecting it to go this long. Well, it's been a good time for me too, bro. All right, everybody, have a have a good night, Akula. Thanks for chiming in. Good night, all. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.